0: Good fucking morrow, everybody. This is the darker side of midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board op of the other side of midnight. With Frank Morano joining me as always, he is the associate producer of the other side of midnight. Telephone talent coordinator, overnight sports anchor, the runway model, Kenneth is here. Woo! It is. 5, 20 a.m., April 4th, and we have just finished doing The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano, and now we are here on the darker side, so if you listen to this podcast, you want to listen to the podcast for The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano for the same date of April 4th. Did I say October 4th? Why don't I I feel like you just said October 4th? No, I don't think you did. I said April? I don't know. In my head just now, I had October.
1: Either way, they they know it's
0: April. (laughs) It's 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 fucking
1: early. It's early.
0: Well, it's late for us. It's early for everybody else. Yeah, early for everyone else. But Well, they're going to listen to this whenever they want, so it's really not. True. That's true. (laughs) So, Ken is here. Alex is not. Uh, Where Alex is, I don't know. Don't Uh, care. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. He's not here. That's all (laughs) we know. So, let's get into it. And uh, this is where we talk about stuff that Frank Morano talked about uh, early this morning on the other side of midnight, some of the topics we give our take and our spin and our opinions, and uh, you can compare both. That's why you got to listen and subscribe to both podcasts. Now, Frank, now, when he brought this up, my first thought was like, oh, my God, can it get any lamer? when he said that he went down the rabbit hole of presidential conversations. And I'm like, can you think of anything Uh, that can't be... (laughs) What's more boring than presidential conversations? I'm thinking, I don't know, watching paint dry, maybe? Like, what, what could be more boring than that? Yeah. Well, then, Frank played this conversation lbj had Mm -hmm. when he was getting his pants hemmed or that he was ordering these pants yeah and i gotta say i was like you know what this is actually hilarious it was very entertaining i couldn't believe it i was like this is actually pretty funny and now i am actually interested in hearing presidential conversations yeah to my surprise
1: i could see reagan having some funny ones
0: Oh, yeah. For for sure. Sure. But I was thinking, I was wondering, like, are there any conversations that were private, people didn't know they were being recorded? Mm. Are any of those part of these conversations? Which would then obviously be illegal
1: if they
0: didn't know. Well, now that they're out. But I was thinking, like, that would be interesting to me. That would. I want to hear, because I remember... There was a conversation that was recorded, and I don't remember what he said, George W. Bush, mm. and he was, like, talking like a total redneck. Really? And he dropped an F-bomb. Yeah, he was, like, fucked whatever. I don't know who he was talking about. I can't remember. It's probably out there. There's no way he knew, then, that he was Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think he realized it was a recording. Or I don't know if it was mm. a hot mic, because they've been caught on hot mics a few times. Yeah. saying some things. And I think maybe it was a bomb. Somebody dropped an F bomb on that's, a hot mic. That's pretty funny to or hear. Something like to that. hear a president dropping the F bomb. Well, yeah, that's what it's like when when people talk in a way you're not used to hearing them talk. Which is why when we started this podcast mm-hmm. and we talk how we normally talk, <laughs> yes, and, and it's not like we're. F-bomb. Cursing, fuck this, fuck that, <laughs> fuck you, up the ass, fucking this, come all over you. We don't yeah. say that all the time, but yeah. we talk how we talk normally for the most part. Yeah, like the. You know, we don't. Behind the scenes, but you're getting it on a mic. Right. So obviously, when we're on the air, which is regulated by the FCC, mm-hmm. You can't curse and say this and that. Of course not. This is not regulated by the FCC. This is a podcast. We could say anything, of course, within reason. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to say things that are horrible.
1: Right, of course Like, you wouldn't say anyway.
0: You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. stuff that I wouldn't say off a microphone, I'm not going to say here. Mm -hmm. But we could say whatever we want. So, we know the mic is on, but it doesn't matter. So, I can say, what the fuck? You know? now. I guess in the beginning, in the very beginning, first couple of episodes, we were like f f this, f, fucking this, fucking that. Yeah, it was free left range left and right because when you first start doing it, you're just like, yeah, I can say anything I want. Yeah, right. Fuck you. You know, it's like just to say it. Yeah, like you said, there's no FCC looking All down right. watching you. Yeah, and we, listening
1: to you, I should say.
0: And we got the okay. From the from the get go, from management. Mm -hmm. I mean, you heard Matt Meaney was in here, and he was like, "Fuck you!" You Yeah, he's like, "Whatever." And and, uh, so we got the okay, and I knew that people had concerns about it, and people said they don't want to listen to this anymore. Look, you're fooling yourself, first of all. Hell yeah! Everybody's heard "fuck," you know what I mean? Like everybody's heard "asshole." Everybody's heard "shit." Everybody's heard "come," you know, in yeah, the, like, in the, you know, in the text of semen from a man. You don't have <laughs> it's virgin not, ears. Yeah, like, for come real. on now, give me a break. It's ridiculous. We're not saying anything that you wouldn't hear in an R-rated movie. Precisely. Or maybe I was gonna say triple X, but triple X really has more to do with visual <laughs> than yeah, language. Yeah, right. More than yeah. Yeah, you could pretty much say anything. Yeah. Um, imagine,
1: w- imagine hearing like a JFK convo, like talking about cum. Oh, you or know,
0: some shit like could that. Could you imagine if Marilyn Monroe? Oh my! Dude. There was a recording. Somebody was hiding in a closet with a tape recorder, recording JFK banging Ma- Marilyn <laughs> Monroe.
1: <laughs> that would be uh, something uh, to hear. Uh,
0: and he's like, Oh, Marilyn, call me. Call me JSK. <laughs> I don't know what. I, I, listen, I don't know what. I, I'm not a presidential guy that I know about presidents. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what his uh, nickname was. Jack. They Johnny call him F. Jack. I don't know. No, they called him Jack. Oh, yeah. Really? They called him Jack, yeah. So she's like, oh, Jack. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, Jack. Jack. Do me harder, Jack.
1: And then you oh. hear like you hear Joe DiMaggio. Walk and he's going,
0: I, 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 you know, Joe like. DiMaggio
1: walks like, what the
0: fuck is yeah. this? What are you doing there, John? Jack, <laughs> banging my wife? What the fuck? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> See, that's the that's the private conversations. Or how about Bill Clinton with Monica oh. Lewinsky? Dude, forget it. That'd be I had no, to not sex with that woman. Yeah. I mean, that was the line of the century. Classic. And it was like, what is your definition of sex? And then you find out, yeah, that that she was yeah. blowing him. Yeah, That's what like, you found out. He's
1: like, well, a blowjob doesn't count. Yeah, it's not really so sex. That's
0: fine. <laughs> no one cares about that. No big deal. No one cares. It's only a blowjob. Yeah. It's not sexual intercourse. I mean, she had his cum stain on her dress. <laughs> not, <laughs> like, come on now. Really? And, and this woman, you know, now you look at her, I mean, look, it's 30-some-odd years later. Mm-hmm. But she became a household name oh, yeah. because of that. And I got to say, look, it's not even her fault. Look, she was taken. The guy, Bill Clinton's a charismatic man. I oh, yeah. I talk to people that have met him. Mm-hmm. And they, this guy is charming. So there's no wonder that this young intern gets charmed by the president, Bill Clinton. Yeah, and, and of who, course, listen, he's an older guy. He's the president. He's like, Liz, I want to fuck you, Monica. You know, like whatever yeah, he, he said he, to her. She's just like, oh, okay, okay, Mr. President. You think he's like, call me Mr. President? Like, yeah, yeah. Wonder, Like, what he, is he saying
1: to her? You don't think that he uh, got bored at sometimes with Hillary? I mean, come oh, on now.
0: Absolutely. Hillary's
1: no. Uh, Hell yeah. You know.
0: Then you think about how many other chicks do you think. Bill Clinton has banged or oh, gotten yeah. a blowjob I mean, <laughs> from a lot. Forget it. You, you, there's between, got there's got to be a ton
1: between him and JFK. I mean, they both were like <laughs> known to be womanizers, yeah.
0: type of thing. Oh, absolutely, so. absolutely. That's see, those are the the conversations I'd want to hear. Yeah, not that I'm not interested in these conversations that Frank has, because that one with LBJ ordering pants, I I, I was like, this is. This is Seinfeld right here. Yeah, Did Larry was... David write this? Did this? I mean, that is something that Seinfeld would do about the pants, and he's and he burps and he's talking, yeah, and then he's talking about like his butthole, yeah, he's talking it, about his
1: junk. He's oh. like, oh, I have a knife and cash in my pocket at all times. Yeah, like, it like, sticks me. The, the, the hell is
0: this? The Outsiders? And he's like, leave a little space. I gain. I go up 15, 20 pounds a month, like. So leave it a little big because, you know, I don't want to keep getting new pants and be able to let them out. I mean, mean, it was fascinating. I got to be honest. It It was was absolutely fascinating. And I didn't expect it to be. I thought, how boring is this going to be? I'm thinking Uh. it's going to be like a cabinet meeting or like when you're watching like the house on C-SPAN or some bullshit like that. But this was actually a fascinating conversation. So I actually am looking forward now. To hearing these conversations. So, look, Frank hit it with that one. I got to be honest. Yeah, we got to see what Frankie's got in the vault. Yeah, that was a good one. Now, we talked about John, um, John, um, Frank talked about our owner-operator, John Katamantidis, being on uh, with Sid and about the oil prices. And and John had said he thought things were going to go down, gas would go down. Mm -hmm. Well, now... Saudi Arabia has stopped production. One point was it one point eight million barrels. One it might point... have been trillion. Oh, no, 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 it was it was millions. It not was not million. True. No, not barrels. We're talking billion. No, 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 million. We're talking about barrels of oil. All right, barrels, not right. billions. I don't know it was either one point six or one point eight. I think mi- it was one point eight yeah. million barrels that they're stopping production. Which of course means the price of oil goes up. You know, supply is down. Demand yeah. goes up, which means. Gas is gonna go up now even more because gas always goes up, mm-hmm. starting around now because of the summer. People yeah, people are off. Surely, people go on vacation. Gas goes up. That's it. Always happens. And then by August it starts going down again. Well, it's already at over three dollars, and it's been that way for a long time.
1: Dude, yeah, it's like three thirty nine by me.
0: So by me, it sucks. Um, So, it depends where I get gas. So, I can go to a Costco, Mm -hmm. and for whatever the reason is, anybody is in New Jersey in the area, the Costco in Hazlitt, New Jersey, has the cheapest gas. Really? So, if you're anywhere, anyone that's listening to this, that's in the Jersey area, not far from Hazlitt, go on, I guess it's Route, uh, is it 35 over there, I think? 36? One of those roots. <laughs> now, I gotta look it up. Now, do you have to have a membership for you, that? Yes, you do. Now okay. that they did that when gas went up. Because I have over that too, summer. But BJ's has that. Right. Same so,
1: sort of wholesale right. club.
0: Yeah, it used to be anybody can go to oh, Costco. Really? It was like that up until when when they when the gas prices soared after when with Ukraine with the mm-hmm. war. Yep. So that was what a year ago. Yeah. That's when they stopped. They said you gotta have a membership because there was a whole thing about that that Costco can't do that so really? they said all right in New Jersey at least I don't know about New York and the yeah. law but in New Jersey anybody whether you had a Costco membership or not could go to Costco gas yes. see since Ukraine war now you have to have a membership right. so when you pull up you got to give them the membership card mm-hmm. and they scan it and then they'll you know scan your method of payment yeah. which has to be visa
1: that's what BJ's has too. Like you have to scan the card, but yeah. it's always been that you have to have a membership. You can't just stroll up, because nine times out of ten,
0: right. the BJ's had the cheapest gas around. Right, it was the best deal. Right. So the ha- uh, the Hazlet Costco is on Route Thirty Five, and right now regular gas is three hundred eight. That's not three hundred eight. Not too shabby. Now, I mean, now that's at that's at the Hazlitt Costco. Now, if you're in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And you go to Wawa, okay, and get gas at Wawa, but you use the app. So Wawa has an app. Mm -hmm. You put in your method of payment and link it to the app. You pick fuel. Here's what it does. It knows where you are because it knows your location. You have to put in the pump number, right? It puts it in. You'll see on the pump, all of a sudden it'll say authorizing and 15 cents off a gallon. Really? If you use the Wawa app and buy gas at Wawa. Hmm. So if at Wawa right now it's like three twenty a gallon, mm-hmm. something like that, fifteen cents off, you're at three oh five. Yeah, that's not bad. Wawa's fluctuate depending on where they are. Mm-hmm. So they could be one that's three thirty. It doesn't matter. Wherever, it's fifteen cents off a gallon through the beginning of May. That's that's a deal. So it's a while. Usually it goes by the end of the month, but this one is to the be- end beginning of May. So you still got another month. So anybody get the Wawa app, and you can get gas at Wawa, and you get fifteen cents off. And Jersey, at least through my experience of getting gas when
1: I was over there, it's always been cheaper than New York.
0: Yeah, even between
1: it's, that and Long Island, Long yeah. Island
0: I've found to be much cheaper than where I live. Yeah, it's still cheaper. Than New York, but it used to be a lot cheaper. Yeah, hell yeah. Until the gas tax and uh, Chris Christie. I mean, <laughs> freaking god. You know, because Jersey's so fucked. So what Jersey did was they didn't raise the gas tax at all, mm-hmm. right? For like, like almost thirty years. It was like twenty-seven years, whatever it was, something like that. Since wow. nineteen eighty-eight, they hadn't raised the gas tax at all, mm-hmm. and then they said, all right we got to raise it. So they raised it up like like 20 cents or something. I forget exactly what the first raise was, but it was a significant amount. And it was like, well, if you would have done it the right way and done it in increments over the years, you wouldn't have felt the hit. Mm -hmm. Then in the law, there was two things that Christie did. He goes, okay, we can raise the gas tax and then lower the sales tax by like a quarter percent. And then, in a two years from now, we'll lower it again. So the gas tax goes up right away, but the savings in the sales tax was going down over the course of the next three or four years, whatever that was at the time, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I do remember at the time saying, none of this is going to matter because Christie's going to be gone, and whoever the next governor is who comes in is going to wipe that all out. Yeah. So there won't be any savings you're in gonna sales get tax, fucked. Yeah. And you're going to get fucked. The other thing was that they put in the provision that if certain metrics weren't hit at the end of this year and ne- next year and whatever, then the gas tax can go up again. So what ended up happening? COVID. What uh. ended up happening? Nobody was driving. And oh, gas, yeah. remember gas went it down dropped. to like a dollar ninety eight. It went all the way down because no one was driving. Yeah, we had like two fifteen, two twenty, yeah. and because I think actually I think it might have gone down to a dollar ninety in New Jersey. Really? Yeah, and because no one was driving, guess what? Those metrics weren't hit. So guess what? The gas tax went up. I mean, I feel like that was just
1: an unfortunate. Right thing that happened because global pandemic. Yeah, but they that, obviously didn't
0: plan uh, for that. Of course, but the, just the fact that they put in this bullshit about metrics <laughs> being hit, and I don't know what the metrics were, and I don't know if they would have been hit or not hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether there was COVID or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But obviously, with COVID, they didn't get hit or come close. Mm-hmm. So the gas tax kicked in and went up, and now so, it fucked everything. Well, Jersey went from having like the cheapest, or at least the second cheapest in the country, mm-hmm. to like the fifth highest. Really? Yeah. So, New York is still a little higher, but it used to be significantly higher. Like you said, so what? what's New York gas right now? Like by you? By me, it's like 340 ish. Okay. 330-9. So, when you would add 340, 339 in New Jersey, mm-hmm. if this was, say, 10 years ago, if gas in New York was 340, New Jersey would be at like 310. Really? Like something like that. Yeah. Because hmm. the gas tax, well, I, I can't even remember the actual numbers, but it was, like I said, it was very low. And even when I was a kid, it was like that. I remember my dad would be like, go over, because we lived, you know, I lived in Rockland, right yeah, over yeah, the yeah. border, Park Ridge, Ramsey, all mm-hmm. that was right there, Mawa. Go over the border and get gas. Right, yeah. Because it was just cheaper if you're in that kind of area. You just drive quickly right over the border. He used to send me there for gas and lottery tickets. <laughs> when the Jersey Lottery, before there was Mega and yeah. Powerball, the Jersey Lottery would be like, at the time, $10 million was a big deal. Wow. It's like, oh, yeah, it's 10 million. Go get lottery tickets. And then I didn't do it. And he was pissed because my dad. That's crazy. Had, my dad had certain numbers that he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't like a huge lottery player, only enough, I guess, when the when it got big enough, he would play. So mm-hmm. he actually did have like the slip already filled. He'd really? Just give it to the guy and they just run it. So I didn't get it. And he got pissed because he goes, well, what if the no- those numbers come through now? Yeah. Cause that's why I never pick my own numbers with lottery. I only do quick picks. See, one of the guys I
1: worked with when I worked with my dad, he uh, he would play like his. He plays like his birthday every day. Right. And the one day he didn't, it, it hit. came up. <laughs> so it, like, like superstitious like, shit like that. Like a that. pick two. I don't know what it was. Or pick three or pick four. But it was a like a, It was like a good sum of money. Like it was yeah. like six hundred bucks or something. <sighs> and
0: he was like, "What the yeah. fuck." That's why, and that's and that's the reason why two things I don't do. I don't pick my own numbers because then I probably get superstitious and like I always have to pick those numbers Mm -hmm. if I actually look at them. I don't look at the numbers when I get a quick pick, so I'll buy I'll buy tickets today because Mega's is up there. I think it's like three hundred and sixty million right now, Mm -hmm. but I I usually get the tickets. I actually have an app and do it online. I don't actually even buy them anymore from yeah, right. And it costs me like an extra two dollars and fifty cents to do it that way, but I don't care. So I'll do it. I don't look at the numbers, ever. I only look at if I won anything. Because yeah. I won, like, $2. I think I won, like, 10 bucks last week. I hit, like, two numbers in the Powerball. Oh, like yeah. 10 bucks. That's I, what you get for that. That's what I'm
1: saying, man. Like, it's like, and for for the same guy that I was talking about, it's like, he plays every damn day. Yeah. And most of the time doesn't win shit. So no. it's like, when you do hit, you're just making back all the money you've spent right. over the years. yeah. It's I'm, like a
0: losing game. Well, you it really totally never... is. I mean, that, that's why I the only lottery I play is the Mega or Powerball. I don't mm. play the pick six. I don't yeah. buy Scratch-Off. Scratch-Off is the biggest bullshit racket because, first of all, there's a ticket somewhere. Now, you don't mm-hmm. know where it is. Nobody knows. But there is like one or two tickets that are winners. And if you go on the website, So if you go, I don't know about New York. I only know the New Jersey. But I know Mm -hmm. if you go on the New Jersey Lottery website and you go to the scratch-off section and it shows all of the available scratch-off tickets that you can buy, right? Right. If you click on it, it'll tell you how many winners of the jackpot are out there. And, well, first it tells you how many there are. Right. And then it tells you how many are left. Hmm. So first out of, you know, millions and millions of tickets, there's three that are actually jackpots or two that are like, you know, win a 2000 a week for life. Yeah, so there's two out yeah. there. But the thing is, you can look it up on the website and be like, "Oh, those two tickets have already been cashed in. Like they've already been scratched." Really? It shows you on the website how many tickets are out there and left. So you might be buying Win for life, two thousand a week for life. Yeah, and those—it's already gone. It's it's done. It's already done. Yeah, you could win other prizes, and it also lists all the prizes and how many tickets of that prize are out there still. But it's like fuck that. It's like
1: the same thing as the Mega or the Powerball, essentially. Like no, with your odds of hitting that.
0: Yeah, but it's different because
1: tickets out of like millions. No, no, no.
0: It's totally different because tickets are pre-printed. They're either you either you either when you buy a scratch off. You mm. either won or you didn't. You don't know ahead of time. In fact, you can probably know ahead of time because without even scratching it off, you can scan the barcode because right. the barcode's gonna know if it's a winner or not.
1: That is true.
0: Too. So you could just scan the barcode without even scratching anything. You just gotta. Scr- I don't even know if you gotta scratch off the barcode. I think you do. Hmm. So you could do that. But oh, with, so you could use an app for that, or yeah, the, the I have on my phone. It's a New Jersey Lottery it's app. You scan the barcode and. If I don't know who won Powerball, mm-hmm. like when I would a- have the actual ticket, I just scan the code and it tells you not a winner or, oh, you've won $2 or whatever. <laughs> so you do the same thing with scratch-offs. So huh. you could tell if you won without even scratching anything off. You may have to scratch off the barcode, which I think you do. Mm-hmm. But other than that, again, the tickets are out there. So you could find it. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to buy the 2000, uh, $2,000 a week for life. But then you look at the website and you go, Oh. Those tickets, there was only two, and they've already been cashed in. So I can't win two thousand a week for life. It's fucking waste. So you have to, and I've—that's why I don't buy scratch offs. Because to me, in my head, I go, those tickets either at this store or it's not. Right. With with Powerball and and Mega or any of the draw lottery drawings where they draw numbers from the balls, mm-hmm. you don't know what that's going to be. That's that is you true. never know what it's going to be. That's why I get quick picks because. Just I've said, look, the balls are drawn at random. The mm-hmm. quick pick is picked at random. It's the same thing. So right. That's you, why you, the printed right. You're, I didn't get what you're saying. The that's why I just is... get quick picks. Right. Because if I have my own numbers, it's either gonna be those numbers or it's not. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And now, yeah, people buy play birthdays. They play whatever it's their kids' birthdays. They have a whole system. Mm-hmm. And if that's your thing, good for you. But now you have to play those numbers. Every single lottery. Because if you don't, and those number hits, you're going to feel horrible. Oh, that would be... So that's why I always play... That's like the lowest of them. Yeah, that's why I always play Quick Picks, and I don't look at the numbers.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't look at the numbers either. I've only played a handful of times when the shit's at like almost a billion. Yeah. When it gets that crazy. Or like you go like with your work friends, you all throw in 20. Yeah, I've done that. Like a pool sort of thing.
0: It's got to be huge for that yeah. you know, at this point. But the only other thing that I would pick numbers and know the numbers was when you go to the bar and they have the quick draw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know that the balls go – you see they fly into the number. Yeah. I used to play – me and my friend, we used to play that. Mm-hmm. And then I would pick, like, my birthday or whatever, two numbers. And I won, not a lot, because people think it's easy. and They go, oh, if you get 10 out of 10, it's a $100,000. You know how hard that is? Yeah. Because they that's... pick like 20 numbers. So like you think, oh, I gotta pick 10 out of 10 or whatever, five. But if you try, if you pick that on the card, you have to tell the card what you're doing. If you're picking two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. And if you pick 10 numbers, you gotta hit a certain amount of those 10 numbers to win anything. So in yeah. other words, if you pick 10 numbers. The chances that two of those numbers are going to come up are pretty good. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. you're not going to get as much now if you only pick two numbers, mm-hmm. and you pick it that you're only picking two numbers. Well, the chance of that is is harder because you're only picking two numbers. Right. right. So you're not going to win a whole lot. I think I think it was something like three hundred dollars. Like if you pick two numbers and, you and got those it. two numbers come up, it's like three hundred bucks. I don't don't I don't know. For right. Sure. That's not terrible. It's been a while, but yeah, it was something like that where um, you can win a couple hundred bucks if you hit. I think we won like, I think I remember winning 50 bucks one time. I did hit on the Mega, um, I hit four numbers once. Really? Yeah, and four numbers at the time, it was before they changed it and added more numbers. Mm -hmm. At the time, four numbers got you 150 bucks. Hmm. Now I think four numbers get you 500 because I think it's harder now because they added more numbers. Um, I hit four numbers in the Mega twice and i hit four numbers in the florida lottery like years ago really and th- it was the same thing it was like 100 100 bucks i won yeah like I, I would never have that luck. somewhere in that range
1: that's why i never gamble i'm like fuck it i'm but, not gonna
0: but let me tell you how four numbers is is so bad hey, you feel like shit even four numbers mm-hmm. because you're thinking, you're looking at it like this you're like all right four numbers if i were to just hit one more number and hit five numbers Without the mega ball, Mm -hmm. it's like fifty grand, like something like that. I forget. But then it's like if you hit four numbers, with the mega ball, right?
1: It's like twenty grand, like something like that. Dude, I, I feel like that's the same logic with the fucking scratch offs. Like, you get like like let's say like one of your numbers comes out. And I don't know what whatever the game is. Yeah, and then but, but that's, you're like you're scratching each number on the top, and you're like, oh shit, it could be the number. Yeah, you but, have like twenty two, and twenty one comes out. Right. You have like five, and like six comes out. Yeah, but that's what I'm like saying. Stupid
0: shit like that. I fucking hate that. Right. Because that's what they do on purpose, and like right. I said, that's pre-printed. Mentally fucks with you. The mega, it is what it is. I mean, you could play that what if game, right. But that's just the numbers that I got. The mm-hmm. card, it, it's already printed that way. Yeah. And I've done yeah, the scratch yeah, offs the where you're like, oh, I need is, oh, look, if I get a 22, <laughs> I get $20. And yeah. then you're scratching the shit off, and it's like, oh, no, that's not it. Uh, what, what? No, 21. And you know they fuck yeah, with you. Yeah, that's true. You know you they know do this shit on scheme. purpose.
1: But you don't think they rigged the balls somehow? No. I mean, I don't know how they would. No no, 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 no. They, 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 you think they, that's that clean? Stuff is
0: Yeah, that stuff is monitored.
1: See, so another you know thing that pisses me the fuck off is when the billion comes around and then like weeks and weeks go by, and no one's hit, no one's hit. Some motherfucking, like, Wyoming hit it. Yeah. Some small town in, like, yeah, Wyoming. Like,
0: nobody hits it for months for it to get that big, and then, like, two people get it, or, mm-hmm. like, some small town somewhere. That's and, the Like, worst. some convenience store somewhere gets it. Like, that's what ends up happening. But, yeah, that's why I don't play scratch-offs. And, again, I think the mega tonight is, like, $360 million, somewhere in that range. So, if you're into that, go get some mega tickets and cut us in. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're talking about that. We got from gas prices to lottery. That's how we, we do it. Frank talked about he had purchased another round of Frank Murano promotional pens. Uh, now, the first round, the pen. the pen sucked and didn't even work. Terrible. Alex's pen, was it Alex's pen or your pen that broke in two seconds? Al- I think Alex said...
1: His cap was stuck on. Yeah, he couldn't get the cap he the off.
0: Cap off. Mine uh, ran out of ink. But it's just funny that Frank walks around. I, I, I mean, to me, it never gets old or or less funny of the idea that Frank walks around giving people Frank Marano pens. He gave Broadway Bill Lee a pen. Yeah, and he and he acts like, hey, I gave Broadway Bill Lee a pen. <laughs> gave him one of my pens. He, he's going to have Frank Marano on the brain every time he writes down something.
1: Yeah, and he's acting like people are going to be, like, so receiving of it. Like, he just gave him like, 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: like dude, like, it's a freaking pen. What do like, you want
1: me to say? Like,
0: make one of prize. Thanks. It's a pen. Like I like, told you, who gives out pens? Banks and real estate agents. Yeah. Not and even, apparently... A radio host named Frank Morano also likes to give out pens. Yeah, not even a business card, a freaking pen. It's hysterical. Yeah. Curtis has business cards. I did see that. That are around here. There's a stack in the other room, I believe. Yeah. I did take one. This is why I had it. <laughs> but um, so yeah, Frank and his pens. The other thing Frank was wearing his WABC gear today. Which looked pretty good. Yeah. Um. He's been wearing the black jean jacket, and mm-hmm. I believe on his Facebook he did post a picture of himself wearing the black jacket. And now today, what I, I didn't realize at first that it was a jersey. I thought it was just like a shirt. Yeah. Because he was still he was wearing the jacket over it the whole time, and it's white and it has the WABC in gold, mm-hmm. which is like the logo. And all I kept thinking of was like solid gold. Like, something my mom would have worn in 1979, like, discoy. Yeah. But that's the logo, and it looks cool.
1: It is I gotta cool. be honest.
0: I was like, that's kind of a cool shirt. Yeah, he's got some nice swag. Um, so, if you want to order any uh, WABC merchandise or other side of Midnight merchandise, go to the uh, WABC store. I think it's just WABCstore.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, put in the code FRANK15, and you get 15% off. So, you know, we... Like Frank said, we we buy it. Yeah. We don't get it. We, we get a discount. We get, you know, we get a discount, but we still pay for it. And I bought, I told you this, I have the poster. Like, I bought the poster yeah. of us. So there is a Other Side of Midnight poster that has myself, Ken, Alex, and Frank. It was this mock scary movie poster. Yes. They did a bunch of them. They did one for Sid. There's one for uh, James Golden. There's one that's this WABC one. I got to say, out of all of them, ours is the best one. Oh, easily. By far, I think it's the best one. Easily. And when I showed it to Sid, so Sid's pretty cool. Sid, it's like his reflection in a knife yeah. and behind in darkness is like the shadow of Justin Alec. It was cool. Just his face like in this like devil look. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. But then I showed Sid ours and he was like, oh, Wow, that's like a real poster, bro. That that was his word. Really? And yet, and I it. know it looks it, it looks cool. I know uh, Frank's mom bought it and got oh, it cool. framed. Now I bought it, and I go, oh, I got to get this thing framed. Mm-hmm. I brought it to the framer the week I was off, which is the week of between Christmas and New Year's. Okay. I brought it to the framer. It is now April fourth. It is still oh, at the framer. Did now, you try to contact them? Well, here's what happened. Uh. So I the guy told me it would be about two weeks. He goes, you're, you're in a rush with this? I go, nah, take your time. So he goes, all right, about two weeks I'll give you a call when it's done. I said, all right, no problem. Two weeks goes by. Three mm-hmm. weeks go by. I'm thinking, oh, guy didn't call me. I guess he didn't get to it. A month goes by. And now I'm like, "Well, what's going on with this poster? I'm going to stop into the store see what's happening. A little over a month, I get a phone call from the person, not the guy I talked to, but somebody else who owns the store. And they said, hey, I'm just giving you a call. So sorry it took so long to get to this, but um, there's only a little bit written down on this piece of paper. Can you give me a call because I got some questions for you? This was like beginning of February. Uh, I brought it to them on like December like 30th. This is beginning of February. So this is now over almost like two months ago that they actually called me. It's still there. Dude, you're putting a freaking poster in a picture frame. I know. And I'm what like, the fuck are they doing? In my head, I'm like, what questions do they possibly have <laughs> for me? Just put the fucking poster in the frame. I don't give I I don't need a fancy frame. It's a movie poster. Frame it how you'd frame any other fucking movie poster. I yeah. don't give a shit. So now every weekend... Cause I don't. I'm not gonna do it during the week. Cause I go home and go to bed. Yeah. And then I get up and I gotta come in here. So every Friday, or I, I go, you know, I gotta, I gotta take a ride over there. And it's not that. It's probably like 20 minutes from my house. I gotta take a ride over there and walk in. I don't even know. I never. I, the owner wasn't there, so I don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. And I gotta go. Hey, I'm the one who left that poster and they try to. And I gotta describe the poster. Yeah. For them to finally frame it and get it in my house. So they still it. have the damn thing. Yeah, they have to have it. Otherwise, they're gonna have to buy it off the store. Yeah, yeah. The That'd Frank be fucked up. So it Frank, is. Frank's mother bought the poster, and she has it hanging in her house, which I love. The fact that every time Frank goes to the house he grew up in, he has to look at us. Yeah, we're there. I love that. <laughs> that to that me is awesome. great. So I got that. I haven't bought any other WABC gear, and I keep saying I got to get something. Like I got to mm-hmm. get something. This is look. This is a we need to mark. This time, like that's a poster I'm always gonna have, no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that I'm leaving the show or anything like that, but I'm saying, <laughs> no matter what I do ever, I always will have that poster. Yeah, it's a good memory. I yeah, mean. and it's cool, and you know, I like to have other show-related stuff mm-hmm. that said the other side of midnight. Even if I buy a mug, not because I want to drink out of it, just because I want a collection. Right. Because it's what I work on. Now, the other thing we have to start in on. We need some darker side of midnight merchandise. Oh hell yeah, we we got to get on that. Write your congressman if you want some darker side yeah, of midnight.
1: <laughs> I feel like the Facebook group they they get some. Yeah, well, people that some listen people to this, get it. they
0: would get it. If we have, I don't know, a shirt or a hat. No, we probably wouldn't get a cut of that. But no, I don't. it still be listen, out there. I don't care about that. I just like to to know that. Hey, that was mine. Now I don't know if our names would be on it. Yeah. Because you know the name of the show is the Other Side of Midnight with Frank, Frank Morano, right? So that's what the anything that has the, the Other Side of Midnight it says that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's going to say the darker side of midnight with Matt Blaze, Alex Barnard, and Ken Conley. Like, I don't know if it would say <laughs> yeah. all that. So I don't. And I don't need it to. That's true. As long, I, as, long as it's as long our it show, says the darker side of midnight, and draw. I don't know. We have the logo that. You know, we drew on uh, draw on Frank's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kinda funny. Um, but we could have them draw something else up for the darker side, um, which is fine. I don't yeah. Uh, I don't care. Just something. It would be kinda cool. Like this is the show that Oh yeah. Do and uh that would be have dope. our own little merchandise going on. So we'll have to get uh, talk to promotions about that, and see what they can do. Uh Frank talked about his mother giving him an eighteen hundred dollar bottle of champagne. Yep. And that I, was crazy. He asked me, like, oh, I got 100 bucks. I know nothing about champagne. I wouldn't even know how much a cheap bottle of champagne costs compared to an expensive bottle. Well, obviously, $1,800 is expensive in any realm for any liquid, if yeah. you ask me. But I wouldn't even know what, what cheap what is cheap champagne. Like 10 bucks? There's got to be $10 champagne. Yeah, know. there's got to be cheap shit, but I feel like most of the time when people
1: get champagne, it's like like fifty bucks, hundred bucks, like something like, but
0: not eighteen hundred.
1: No, not that high. But definitely on like from nineteen
0: eighty
1: five. Yeah, and, and that's another thing too. I was like, I was like, oh, you know, I said three hundred on the air. Right. I thought it was gonna be like nothing over five hundred. Yeah, it's from the eighties. No- Right. Yeah. like that—that's a price that I thought would be like something from like nineteen forty-eight or some shit. I and I eighteen hundred
0: dollars. I couldn't even tell you what makes the what's the difference between an eighteen hundred dollar bottle of champagne to a hundred dollar to a fifty dollar bottle to a five hundred dollar bottle. I would have no clue. Just like I don't know with uh, with vodkas. Like what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, I guess. The more expensive, the smoother it goes down, the less you actually taste vodka. Is that the yeah, difference? I don't know. Um, it's got to be some. I don't ha- know. How they make
1: it. Because, like, you could tell. When like, if cheap. you have, like, a fucking, like, cheap ass bottle of, like, yeah, you can
0: really taste pop-off it. or whatever. Right, right.
1: Where it's, like, that just rubbing alcohol shit. Basically. You could tell the difference. Like, yeah. you had, like, Ciroc or Cause something. It, right.
0: Because it's got a stronger. Vodka taste, right? Yeah. That's what it is. And I said, I, I think the more expensive goes down smoother. Mm-hmm. Now, when I used to go out and do shots here and there, I used to do uh, shots of Absolute Citron. Really? Yeah, which is like the orange-flavored Oh, yeah. Was vodka. it good? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I could do any shot. That's the thing. Even though I'm not a drinker, mm-hmm. and though because I'm not a drinker, I'm sure, look, I probably drink... Two bottles of like Coors Light and and feel it at this point because really? I don't drink anymore. Um, yeah, like I know I have, um, I actually have in my house that I bought, I think like two years ago, I or more. I think I bought it during COVID. Hmm. Um, like a twelve of Blue Moon. Yeah. And I still have like five bottles at least. Really? Yeah. And I mean that's good though that you don't drink like that. Right. So if I drink one of those bottles, I'll feel it. Right, yeah. So I'm at that point. so if I did a shot of Citron, I'm sure I'd feel it. But back then, I used to be able to do that. I used to, I mean, I wasn't a big drinker ever. I wasn't a big even, like, shot drinker. But I drank every combination of alcohol imaginable. Yeah. Because I used to sit there with my friend, and he'd sit there, and, and across the bar, it was a round bar, on the other side of the bar, his brother and his friend would sit there, and we would send shots back and forth to each other. Really? And we'd see who can make the most disgusting shot. Oh god. Because his brother's girlfriend was the bartender. So we didn't really? pay for any of it. Damn. And um that's the hookup. We call we would name the shots after wrestling moves. <laughs> so we'd <be> like this, <laughs> like this is this is a suplex. Yeah. No, this is a uh the sharpshooter. Like we all wrestling moves. Yeah. And we would tell her we'd be like all right. In one shot we'd be like Absolute tequila and wild turkey.
1: That is, and we sent it to them. Fucking putrid.
0: And then they would send oh us back God. something, that, and we didn't know what it was. We just drank it, and
1: they didn't know what it was. Nope, right? they it didn't. Was know. Just a mystery shot. We drew
0: up a contract on a napkin, <laughs> and um, so we did a shot. It was actually a triple shot of basically every kind of alcohol you can think of in this shot. What topped off with Tabasco. Oh God! And we did it, dude. That
1: you must have had like the ultimate my o- agita or heartburn. Well,
0: I was young. And like that's like the only thing that I tasted was the Tabasco, and the next for the next like forty five minutes, that's all I felt in my mouth. It was just burning. Was burning from the Tabasco. I guess that's better than tasting the disgusting mix of alcohols <laughs> so, or liquors. We had to send them back a shot, and we basically send them back. The same thing they sent to us, but the other bartender was there, and the other was, oh, I got something for you. So they topped it off with the Tabasco. Mm-hmm. The other bartender brings out, like, a grinder with chili pepper in it. Oh,
1: my and God. And they put the
0: chili pepper in the shot, and we <laughs> sent it to him.
1: That is terrible,
0: man. And I watched them do it, and I'll never forget seeing his brother's face go from, like, yeah, 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 like, I'm doing this, I'm yeah. doing this, oh, yeah, 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 to, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, making the most, like, huge, like, this is the most disgusting thing I ever ate, drank oh, God. things. It was pretty fun. And no one threw up? Nope. Really? No one
1: threw up. Were, nope. were, you, were you, like, rocked after? No. Going I back and forth after a while?
0: No, I wasn't totally rocked. I mean, it wasn't like we were do, going back and forth and did, like, you know, thirty shots or anything—it wasn't anything like that, right? But, we, but you we, still mixed because half the time, liquors. yeah. But half the time, it was like trying to figure out what we wanted to put in the shot. That's that's you know what fair. I mean? Yeah. So, that, and there was also the psychological game of them not knowing what we're putting in the shot. So right. we would we would sit there and look at the bottles on the bar. and be Like, all right, not we we'll take that one, we we'll take that Johnny Walker, mm-hmm. and we we'll pick the dry gin, and then we take this, and we were like we'd whisper, and then we'd write <laughs> it down on the on, on a napkin and give it to the bartender. So when she was pouring that shot that they gave to us first of everything uh, topped off with Tabasco, she gave it to us, and she looked at us and went, you guys are crazy if you drink this. That was her words. Oh, God. And we still drank it. <laughs> still drank it. That's
1: horrible. I mean, I feel like if anything with tequila, I would be out and be <laughs> like, this is, I can't. No, I, I fucking I, hate tequila. So,
0: even though I'm not, even to this day, I, I even then, I was never a big, big drinker. Mm-hmm. I am very confident that I have j- probably had just about every liquor there is. Really? Because we went through every bottle. Like, we were like, they were sending us everything. <laughs> and it was all mixed together. Like, stuff you're not supposed to mix together. Oh, yeah. It was disgusting. That's what I'm saying. And it like... was only like, yeah, it was a shot or a double. Mm-hmm. We, it was a lot of doubles of like, you know, because you can only fit so much in a shot glass. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was a double. Oh, so like...
1: it was like it was like a little bit like a sample of each one.
0: Right, right, right. But it was a double, so it was yeah. Because we couldn't do it in one shot, it had mm-hmm. to be a double. Yeah, of course. And I know the one with Tabasco was a triple, because it was a bigger glass. <laughs> Dude. I do remember that.
1: That's when the mixing that would have f- like fucked me up. Yeah, the we mixing we did of
0: it. different liquors. Oh no, we did it. We did it, and it was it was nasty. Well, Frank is. Going to start drinking again. Yeah. He is, I guess, on Friday. That's it. He'll, he won't be here. Uh, Curtis is going to take over for Frank for uh, Friday's show, and Frank will be getting toasted somewhere. Oh, yeah, he's going to be <laughs> yeah. wrecked. That's what's going to happen. Along with that, yes. talking about drinking, this whole new trend of dry weddings. Hell no. To me, it's just tacky if you go to a wedding and there's a cash bar. Yup. It's tacky. If there's no alcohol, it's just lame. No, no, no. If
1: there's no alcohol,
0: I'm fucking leaving. It's just lame. Fuck that, man. Um, That's uh, that's a no-go. Even as a person that doesn't drink a lot, I'd still never have a party without an open bar if I'm throwing a big wedding or something Mm -hmm. like that. 100% believe in there needs to be an open bar. And a cash bar, again, very, very tacky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said on the air about that one guy, was like, "Oh, there's fights at weddings because everyone's drinking." Dude, I did I DJed a ton of weddings, hundreds, hundreds of weddings. Mm-hmm. Never did I ever see a fight. Never oh, did yeah. I see two drunks getting in a fight. I mean, at somebody's wedding, everyone's there
1: for the sole purpose of celebrating. Right, the two people getting married, and no one's there to make trouble. Like, I, and I. Exactly. No shot. I've never seen that either. I've
0: done weddings where they were at fancy places. I've done weddings that were, were was in Butler, New Jersey at a Fireman's Pavilion. Really? Which is like the outside of the firehouse where the bride was like I got to get out of this dress. I was in 3 minutes was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. That's hilarious. And everybody was playing horseshoes. Oh god. And it was like like a big barbecue. Yeah, it's
1: basically
0: like a That's backyard. What, yeah, barbecue. it was a backyard barbecue wedding, which was yeah. which was actually one of the funnest weddings I did because it was so nonchalant and cool, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, play what you want." And, like they didn't care. That's cool. They loved it. Yeah. So I've done all kinds of weddings, and never did I see two people get in a fight. But I think it's tacky. Mm-hmm. I think to it, like a lot of people said it's selfish. You're there for your guests. Yes, they are there to celebrate you. Yes, but at the same time. You know, you want to put on a good party mm-hmm. and some and look, people like to drink. Do so they want to drink to the point where they're, like, you know, inebriated? No. But alcohol is part of the experience of having fun at a party. Easily. And to be like, no, there's no alcohol. And that's, Dude. like, right away, just the fact that you're saying that is putting a damper on the party because you go, why would you have a party with no alcohol? Yeah. Now, if you're inviting a whole bunch of people, obviously, that are alcoholics or something like that. hmm that's understandable, yeah. Something like that, but if you're a normal person mm-hmm. and you want to have a party, you have alcohol at the party, dude. Let me tell you,
1: when my dad remarried in like 2016, right? I was only like 17 at the time. Oh, you were drinking, my dad didn't give a shit. Of course he was like not. open bar, go ahead,
0: there you go. But have,
1: then, have at it. My one because a couple of my friends growing up, he was friends, my dad was friends with their parents, right? So they were invited as well. And, like, my one friend, his mom was like, You better not drink. Oh, yeah. Like, trying one to watch him. And we said, Fuck
0: yeah, that. You're we out.
1: snuck him over. We got him, like, one of those giant glasses of blue moon. Right. Oh, in, in that's like awesome. In, like, the big glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, his mom with came by. Orange, with the orange on the top. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give, give me the orange peel? Yep. And his mom came by. We had to slide it down the bar <laughs> nonchalantly as <laughs> she walked by. Dude, it was that's the best. It was so fun. I mean, like, you know, even underage, like, you, you got to have a, a bar there. Like, there has to be an open bar. Well,
0: th- yeah. And just because there's like, underage kids there, you're not going to not have drinks for adults. Right. It's not like an underage party. That's what I'm saying. Like, but even if it, yeah, it even just if it's in like, general, though. Look, like, like, I, I had a bar mitzvah at 13. Of course there was a bar there. Mm. Of course my parents had a, a bar. And, that, and my party for my bar mitzvah was actually my backyard. Really? Yeah, we had a big tent. They hired a whole bunch of caterers and a oh, that's bartender. Cool. And old thing, we had a big backyard, and there was a lot of people there. But, of course, it was a bar. And there always is. So I don't understand this. I would never do that. I just wouldn't do that to people because, again, it puts a damper on the party right off the bat. I mean, easily, and
1: especially as a DJ, like you being a DJ, yeah. I mean, like, dude. At one point in the night when everyone's feeling the alcohol, they don't give a fuck what's playing. Oh, yeah. They're going to groove and dance to whatever you're playing. Yeah,
0: and you wait for that as a DJ at a lot. There are are certain types of parties where they don't stop dancing the entire night no matter what the fuck you play. It doesn't matter. Then there's the ones where it takes time for them to warm up, get a couple of drinks, Mm -hmm. and get on the dance floor. Then there's the ones that they don't fucking dance for nothing. You can't do anything. and, and that's the and, worst. And the gauge of that, one song. There is one song that gauges if the party, if there's any chance of getting these people on the dance floor. Do you have any idea what that song is? I want to say September. Nope. But I can't. It's not it. Not September. But you're you're huh. close. You're in the right realm. December? No. 1964? It's not a month. No, 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 uh, no, no. When I tell you, like, you're going to be like,
1: oh, yeah. It's not like we are family or like, se- nope. or like celebrate.
0: You're getting closer.
1: Uh, you're you're in the right genre. Okay.
0: Hmm. You want to know? You had enough? Is it, a, is, it st- is it like a Bee Gees? Nope. Uh, tell. I I want to tell you. Gloria Gaynor. I will survive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's true. If that, that song, is true. if you play that song, and you don't hear a bunch of screaming women and rush to the dance floor, <laughs> yeah, that party is fucked. There oh, is no yeah. chance of you getting them on the dance floor. Now, I've been surprised a few times where that didn't work, but something else worked because every I've, I found out that every group has their own song mm-hmm. a lot of times. What was it like, Sweet Caroline? That does it a lot. That's a good but one. That's a sing-along. That's... People will join in so th- for that. So that was a song that I would play, like, at dinner when they were eating. Oh, really? Yeah, because it gets them loose. So it would, I would play, well, in the beginning when I first started, I would play Psy, the first CD, Billy Joel's Greatest Hits. The first song is Piano Man. Yep, that's casual. So it was, like, Piano Man and, like, Captain Jack, I think. But, like... <laughs> Like, i play that and everybody sings along. Mm-hmm. And then when I'd want to switch, you go to Sweet Caroline because everybody goes bump, bump, bump. Oh, like yeah. It, that part happens. So that kind of loosens people up. Mm-hmm. So I Will Survive was one, was the main one. Yeah. The other one that you could play that kind of would get people going is It's Raining Men by mm-hmm. the Weather Girls. Okay. Which was my parents and their friends. That was their song. Really? Oh, yeah. Any. Uh, bar Mitzvah that we went to, Bat Mitzvah, whatever. You mm-hmm. put that song on, and all my my mom and all her friends, they were all screaming. That was like on the dance floor.
1: That's like my family with We Are Family. Was it Sister Sledge?
0: Yep. Sister yeah. Sledge.
1: Anytime that would come on, my whole family would go out. <laughs> yeah. On the dance floor, like right. you just have those songs. There's certain
0: songs that every uh, every group has, and also a lot of the line dance songs. Right, right, So if you play, like, the electric slide, that's another one. Like, if if I Will Survive doesn't work, then you try to put on, like, the electric slide. Yeah. Because electric slide got to, when I first started DJing, it was, like, sort of, like, you have to do it at a, there was songs that you had to play. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, the line dance songs, which was, like, electric slide, the chicken dance, Mm
1: -hmm. even
0: going back to, like, the alley cat. Really? And, like, the stroll.
1: What about the, uh, what the hell is that one called? Um... Which one? The local
0: locomotion? motion. Oh, the local motion. Yeah, due. yeah that, the one, brand, that one. Um, the limbo, but then the limbo got outlawed. Really? Yeah, because a lot of places. Oh, the so sh- now lawsuit? they re- yeah well a lot of places now require every DJ company to have DJ insurance.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because if somebody slips on the dance floor, then they're going to sue the place. Mm-hmm. So they have to have DJ insurance. Right. And um, but yeah, there was a point when they started before that they'd outlaw the limbo. Because if somebody got hurt, they'd sue the place. So right. they said no limbo, I and mean, you can't. They come up to me and go, "You can't play the limbo." <laughs> so it was. Then there was hot, 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 mm-hmm. the of Poindexter. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. that into the conga. That was like my oh, that's classic. The twofer mm-hmm. it was hot, hot, hot. That was another line dance song. But then more, then it came a point where don't play the line dances. Like they don't want them. Don't play the electric slide. Really? Then the Macarena. Then mm-hmm. the Macarena was one. But then it got to, well, if somebody asked me for it, then I would play it, mm-hmm. which is usually the electric slide, the Macarena, and then it went to the cha-cha slide. Yeah. That became big. Slide to the left, that the one. The Cupid Shuffle, that yeah. became big. Um, the Wobble, that became big. Oh, big time. Yeah, that became huge. Yeah. So you could play those, and that would fill the dance floor. I've done, I've done gigs in the last, I don't know, maybe a few years ago. It's been a while since I've done anything DJ-wise. Mm-hmm. But maybe like three or four years ago, I remember being somewhere, and we played I played um, the Cupid Shuffle, mm-hmm. and, the, and the whole everybody went running to the, it. was a, It was one of those events. It wasn't a party. Yeah, it was for something. And but as soon as I played that, they ran up. Oh yeah, and started doing it. And then I went right into the wobble, and they they went berserk. They barked out. <laughs> they fucking went berserk.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: So um, that was it. Um, let's get to the dumbest thing Frank said today. Yes, sir. And uh, this was it. I do have a little, not an exhaustive campaign button collection, but I have a mini button collection. (laughs) Mini button collection amongst the other collections that Frank has, like stamps and whatever other crap he collects, because that's what it is to Rachel. It's crap. Yeah, get your buttons out of here, Frank. Yeah, crap that he needs to get rid of. All right, I think we've said enough. Remember, this is the Darker Side of Midnight. You want to download... This podcast, listen to us, and you also want to listen to The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano for the same day, April 4th, as the two shows go together. And we end it like we end every podcast. Your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered.